Hey everyone, welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjou. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about random things that goes through my mind. Okay, so this week has been a very emotional week for me. Um, it's just because that I'm one of those people that live in my head. And when I live in my head, it is not the best place to be like, in my head, it's like, I could, I don't know how to put it. Like I overanalyze things. I overthink. And when I get in my head, it's like, it doesn't stop. And one of the things that I noticed this week that happened a lot when I get in my head is just that while overthinking, I also kind of like in a way motivate myself to get things done, if that makes sense. So me saying that when I get in my head, it kind of like motivate me to get things done. Um, it can be good and it can be bad. This week, it motivated me to get things done, like a lot of things, like things I've been wanting to do, things God has been placing in my heart to do. I was actually searching for information on them. Um, well, that's half of the week. So <laughs> let's go back. So the first half of the week, um, I kind of like went through this whole emotional moment where like I felt that everybody was against me, like the world was against me. And I kind of like stayed to myself, like my fiance also, like he suffered from me being in my head. Because when I'm in my head, I'm just like thinking, thinking, thinking. It's just like in the thoughts like to come. So like the first portion of the week was just like me overthinking me just like you know what i'm not gonna talk to nobody this and that this and that and the third and one of the things that i like about um about my community like just the people i keep around me my friends my close circle the things i like about them is just that i don't have to let them know when i'm overthinking because in some way shape or form they already know like i'm in my head and they know that it's not the best place for me to be. And I know it's not the best place for me to be, especially when I'm like having an emotional week or just having a difficult moment or difficult time. Like I know it's not the best place to be, but somehow I always end up being in my head. So um, I was thinking about that, like not just today, but also just thinking about it throughout the whole time, like while being in my head. I'm like, why is it that it's so easy for me to fall in my, to get lost in my thoughts and to allow them to consume me? And um, one of the things that popped in my head was um, the story of um, Jesus being a carpenter. I believe it's in the book of Mark chapter six. I'm not just sure, but um, in the book of Mark, I believe it talks about um, Jesus being a carpenter and also just... Um, just the people recognizing him as Joseph's son and all that stuff. And I was thinking about him being a carpenter and the thought process of whole, that whole thing was just like, okay, so he's a carpenter. A carpenter is someone that restored thing, like restore and just reuse basically, basically what's there. So while like I was having this whole emotional breakdown, not, not just one, but multiple of them, emotional breakdowns I also use that opportunity because I know like once I start having meltdown it's so easy for me to fall into like deep thoughts and also just become very sad 
and with sadness you do not attract the presence of God. So when I noticed that was happening to me, I um I honestly I think my cousin Shrepta called me or she texted me. I don't remember if I texted or if I called her. But like I know that I spoke to her and she basically tried to get me out of my head and she was just like, "Okay, let me know what's going on." And although I didn't want to share cuz I feel like a lot of time people do um come to my rescue in a way but I realized that that's why you need a community because you can't always save yourself and you're going to need people to save you so when I noticed that my thoughts were consuming me I actually opened up to her and told her what was going on and she basically reminded me like this is uh this is the Darlene that I know like this is who you are and this is what you are so the thought the thought process that you're having is not who you are like you're not one to you know just sit down and let things go or sit down and let people get bullied or sit down and let people bully you so that's one of the things she reminded me and um has she reminded me that of myself I was just like okay God you're I was like okay Christ you're a carpenter you while you were on earth Um, your earthly father was a carpenter and that means that he was raising you so you picked up the skill of a carpenter and I looked at it in a spiritual aspect like in the sense of like since Christ is a carpenter was a carpenter on earth he's he can also use that same um, ability to not just restore my mind restore me or restore um, what I'm going through restore my emotions and just bring me to a better place but I was also looking at it as like, because he's a carpenter, he's the there's a reason why he referred to us as a church, not the building, but us as a church. The church also at time needs a carpenter to restore the benches, to restore the pulpit, to restore um, the um, altar and all that stuff. And um, I realized that at time my mind, not at time, my mind is supposed to be an altar where I'm bringing sacrifice to God on basically um an altar if you don't know what it is is basically back in the days anytime God did something great they would build an altar like you look in the book of Genesis it'll talk about Abraham every time Abraham conquered something he built an altar before um before God and in the story of David they had um a specific um place where not anybody can go and present an offering to God so I looked at my mind as an altar to God where in my mind it should be praise and worship or prayer and I realized that that altar I've allowed the um the doubt I've allowed fear I've allowed worried I've allowed everything that is not of God to come into that altar and it's not like I'm presenting it to God when it comes um, into the place, well, when it comes into the church, the church which is supposed to be um, a wife to Christ, I realized that I wasn't allowing um, what's supposed to be coming into that church, what's supposed to be entering my mind, what's supposed to be on that altar. Um, I realized that it wasn't um, something that I was representing to God. It was just there. It was no fire, no nothing. You know how it says, present your your um your body as a living sacrifice to God. Um, and I realized I wasn't doing that when I'm overthinking. So <clears throat> in that thought process, I was just like, okay, God, you're a carpenter. So because you're a carpenter, 
can you restore my mind? Can you restore whatever it is? Like, I really, like, in my mind started presenting my worry to God. Like, like God, this is what I'm worrying about. God, this is the fears that I have. This, these are the doubts that I have. And I noticed once I started presenting them to God, what he was doing was um, giving me instructions. That's where the second part of the week came in. Like, God was giving me instructions on how to overcome these things because I was worried. I was like, okay, God, I'm not doing what you asked me to do. I feel like there's so much to to me that I'm not doing. So um, as I was um, presenting all of the things that I wasn't doing, God was literally just like, okay, here, I want you to look up informations on this. I want you to look up informations on that. Like I put, um, I put you wanted to deal with kids on your heart for a reason. Not only did I put that on your heart, but you also have the ability to understand kids better, to talk to them. You also have the ability to comfort kids. So there's a reason why it's there. So look into that. What can you do with that talent, with that gift I've placed in you? So I was doing my research on that and just like other things like I was also presenting to God like my concern my I'm worried about um our wedding just like things that I felt like was just like out of reach for me so um one of the things God had placed on my heart was just like you want to present this to me something that I'm a part of something that I, I have already told you that I take delight in I'm glad that you're presenting it to me but I want you to work on it. I want you to not just work on the physical thing, but also like your prayers, just like, um, well, me and my fiance, we pray together almost every night. Like if we're not, like if we're not too busy throughout the day or if we're not too tired, we always pray together. Like we pray together almost every day of the week. But like one thing I realized was just like being more intentional. Like I want us to be more intentional about our prayers. Like be more intentional about the things that we're praying to God about and being more firm and asking God exactly what we want. Because the Bible, um, I, there's a part of the, of the Bible that says you do not receive because you do not ask of me. So, um, one of the things that this week God was reminding me was asking him for the right thing. Like, I don't want to just ask God for something that's beautiful in the sight of men, but also something that is pleasing to his sight. One of the things that um, I, not just this week, I've always be, been very adamant about is just like, not just my wedding day, but throughout my whole marriage, I want the will of God to be done. I want God's will to be done. I want when people to look at me and my husband or me, my husband, my kids in our home, when they enter it, I want them to not just say, oh, these people are Christian, but I want them to feel it. I want them to feel like this is a couple that really put God first. This is a couple that are really like searching to do God's will. So that's one of the things that that was heavy on my mind. Like I was really thinking about Christ being a carpenter. Um, and I was just like, so God, whatever that is not of yours, whatever um, gift that we have that is dormant, whatever I have that is dormant, that is not working, that is not operating correctly because you are you were a carpenter on earth. I believe that you still have the ability to be a carpenter. Can you restore? Can you rebuild that in me? Can you just just reactivate, reignite that fire in me to really not just do what you want, but also to be happy about doing the will that you have for me. So yeah, I think that's all I was thinking about. And I was also thinking about all of these crazy things that was happening in this world. And, you know, I, I was also presenting that to God, but mainly my main concern was just like this week, like, God, you are a carpenter. 
rebuild, restore me, rebuild, restore me because I don't like this version of me. I don't like where my mind is at. I don't like anything that's going on with me. So I was like asking God to rebuild, restore me at the same time, asking him to, you know, just take the lead of everything that's going on around me. Take the lead of my day, like just like waking up every morning, um, surrendering the day to him. Just all of these things that I used to do and out of nowhere, like it became, I became too comfortable with it. So I'm just like, God, please, 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 please rebuild and restore me and get me back to where you want me to be. And I feel like that's a prayer that um, every Christian should have every morning, like God rebuild and restore me, whatever I lacked yesterday, whatever I lacked the last hour, please teach me how to do better. You know, that's just my mindset myself. It's just like, if you're going to serve God, I feel like it should be a constant prayer because even in Psalm 139, David say, um, search me, O Lord, and see if there's anything that is lacking in me. That might not be the exact word, but um, it's close to it. You can read it to Psalm, Psalm 139, when David is talking to God and he's asking God, re, um, search me because God sees everything. God sees your thoughts. God sees everything that you're about to do. He knows everything. He's omnipresent, omnipotent, everything. So he sees everything. So um, the one thing um, that I really was just asking God was just like David was doing search me with God, like not just search me, but also search me and you know me. You know my, you know when I lay down, you know when I sit, you know when I, when I'm about to pop off, you know when I'm in my head. So as you are searching me, whatever is not of yours, whatever is not like you, I'm asking you to take that away. And I feel like that's some, that's a prayer that we should pray every morning because at times um, we allow the enemy to speak um, doubt and um, we allow the enemy to spoil what God has for us for that day. Um, we allow the enemy to just take a lot of things from us and I did that this week. I allowed the enemy to um, to prevail. I allowed the enemy to win when I was like doubting, when I was like worried about everything. Because in um in the Bible, the Lord said, "Do not worry about anything, but in everything present it to Him, and prayer and supplication." So, so yeah, like um I was really um I was really like I was really bothered by that. I was really bothered by that, and it just, you know, it bothered me. Okay, so the passage that I was referring to um, about do not worry, um, there, um, but um, present everything to God and, you know, present everything to God in prayer and supplication, I believe it's in the book of Matthew. Um, therefore, therefore I tell you, okay, so it's Matthew 6, verse 25, it says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear is no, is no life more, is life, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the, of the air. Do they not? Do they do they not um, sow or weep or store away in barns? And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? I read that passage and yeah, I thought about it a lot. I was just like, okay, every time that's a passage I actually really do consider a lot whenever I feel overwhelmed or um, I feel like I'm going under. 
with my thoughts um, or me worrying about anything, I actually present that to God. I'm like, God, you told me not to worry about this, this and that. And I kid you not, like after presenting it to God, like um, it does take away my doubts. It does take away a lot of things for me. And it does put me at peace knowing that God's already telling me to not worry about these things. Like you guys, read your Bible, read your Bible. It's one of the best thing you could ever do. Um, the passage I was talking about, um, I read about when, um, it was talking about Jesus being, um, being a carpenter. It's actually Mark six verse one. Well, you could read the whole verse one through six where Jesus is basically talking about, um, how they were talking about him and his family. And then he gives you, he hits you with the prophets never honored and his own town and all that stuff when he leaves. But, um, yeah, that's all I was going to say today. I kind of like went on a rant. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's all I had to say for today. Um, I thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Safe Haven, even though I am not faithful with releasing new episode i am working on it i'm trying to get back to doing safe haven full time no matter what but you know there's a lot going on there's a lot of changes going on around me but um anyways if you do need to get in contact with me you know it's just the usual you could contact me if you have my phone number and also if you um want to get in contact with me via um instagram um it's darlene.safehaven one whole word darlene.safehaven on instagram on my personal instagram it's darlene underscore unshoot um if you need to get in contact with me via facebook it's darlene unshoot for now until you know i change my last name um if you need to get in contact with me via email um you could email me actually on at icloud.com that's gonna be the email i'm gonna be using for safe haven or if you have my old email um anjoudarlene at gmail.com you can still contact me through that if you have my number send me a text if there's a topic you want me to cover please feel free to let me know and contact me and once again this was your host darlene Anjou. Thank you for listening to Safe Haven. Have a great one. Bye.